This is About Space, America's Return to Space, with news and information on our U.S. space program. Is your host of About Space, David Denault. Welcome and thanks for joining me today. Well, About Space has followed and has been reporting on the Galileo Project headed by Avi Loeb, an Israeli-American theoretical physicist who works on astrophysics and cosmology at Harvard University. Well, has Project Galileo and Avi Loeb found proof of alien technology from the bottom of the Pacific Ocean? Next, as America and the world is listening to About Space Today. Come to the land of orange groves and palm trees. Come to the land of theme parks. Come to the land of sunny beaches and the azure waters of the Atlantic Ocean. So come and visit Florida for lasting memories. Email us. Email david.ddcruiseandtours at gmail.com or call DD Cruise and Tours at 877. 877- 747-8631 for your next family, cruise, or theme park vacation. Let us provide you your next visit with our travel experience, not experimentation. We are members of IATAN and CLIA. Email david.ddcruiseandtours at gmail.com. Serving the Southeast, traveler since 1985. Welcome back. Dr. Loeb says he has recovered 50 tiny spherical iron fragments from the bottom of the Pacific Ocean that he claims may be material from an interstellar alien spaceship. Loeb is linking his findings with the passage of a fireball in January of 2014. He's one of the most respected scientists in the world. He's published over 700 peer-reviewed articles. He was the longest-serving chair of the Harvard Astronomy Department. His interviews have been seen by over 10 million people worldwide, but he remains controversial. Today, on the occasion of his second book release, Interstellar, we take a deep dive into his claims that he's discovered evidence for extraterrestrial technology and will take on the critics attempting to answer the most important question ever posed. Are we alone? From a July expedition off the coast of Papua New Guinea, a collection of small metallic spheres were recovered from the seafloor, which the famous Harvard scientist Avi Loeb said are from outside our solar system. Well, the title is actually a very good hint as to the content of a scientific paper that summarizes the results from the expedition to retrieve fragments or spherules from uh, the depth of the Pacific Ocean. And we can talk more about that. But it relates also to anything that comes from outside the solar system. It's sort of like our cosmic street. And this is the key word that we have to keep in mind because only over the past decade, we were able to find such packages that came from outside of our home and at our doorstep near near Earth. And uh, amazingly enough, they do not look similar to the rocks that we had seen in our backyard. 
and therefore they might have been sent to us by someone. We just have to figure it out and maybe we will find a postal address that indicates they came from outside the solar system. We can talk about that. In fact, as, as we are speaking, I'm writing that paper uh, that I'm talking about and I know the content, but I cannot reveal all the details. We can talk about that, but they relate to the postal address. And then the subtitle of this uh, book um, has to do with the implications of finding that we have a neighbor in our cosmic uh, environment to the future of humanity. And even the search itself, uh, just like the search for a partner in life, uh, can change you. And I believe that it will be the biggest change uh, in the history of humanity because it will make us humble. Perhaps we will realize that we are all in the same boat. Uh, that's what I realized when I went to the Pacific Ocean with all the team members that worked uh, selflessly for the success of the mission. And so my hope is that it will bring humanity to a better place instead of us fighting each other on this boat that we call Earth uh, that is sailing through the ocean of space, uh, we will realize that there is an, someone else out there and therefore it makes sense for us to work together so that then, you know, we can explore space and visit whoever that is. And there is nothing more exciting than trying to figure out if we are alone, okay? And in that context, I would argue we should invest billions of dollars in that search rather than pushing it aside and saying, it's extraordinary to think that we have partners. I think it's the other way around. I think it's arrogant to think that we are alone and we should invest in the search. And, you know, if we were to invest billions of dollars for the next uh, uh, several decades, we would be, and, and not find anything in the worst case scenario, we would be at exactly the same point as dark matter searches are right now. So you can't on the one hand say, oh, dark matter searches are part of the mainstream while at the same time say searching for partners like us because we know that we exist is actually fringe science. You can't say that. Why? Because most of the public cares more about whether we have any cosmic neighbors. <laughs> so let me explain the context. Um, I'm a theoretical astrophysicist, meaning I'm a person of ideas. Yet I see that nobody is pursuing the subject that we talked about experimentally which should be the way that science uh, gains new knowledge. I mean, we can think of ideas, but most importantly, we, we should check whether they match reality. And so I decided to lead an expedition to the Pacific Ocean to find the relics of the first recognized interstellar meteor. So let me break it down. A meteor is an object that collides with Earth and burns up in the atmosphere of Earth, uh, generating a fireball similar to an atomic explosion if the size of this object is the size of a person, roughly. The amount of energy released is roughly the energy released by the Hiroshima atomic bomb. And uh, obviously the context of that can be seen in the latest uh, movie Oppenheimer. But of course, there are many more objects smaller than that size and fewer objects larger. And we know that an object the size of Manhattan Island uh, collided with Earth 66 million years ago and uh, basically decimated the most uh, life forms, including the dinosaurs. So we want to know more about uh, how many objects collide with Earth. But uh, what happened uh, almost a decade ago, 2014, the U.S. government satellites, which are monitoring Earth for national security threats, uh, such as ballistic missiles, noticed a fireball from a meteor 
uh, of a, an object roughly at least half a meter in size. The one unusual fact about this meteor was that it was moving very fast. And translating the measured velocity by the U.S. government satellites to the velocity of the object relative to the sun, uh, we realized this object actually was moving faster than the escape speed, the speed necessary to escape from the solar system. So that means that it uh, came from outside the solar system. It was not bound gravitationally to the sun. And also we calculated that outside the solar system, it was moving at 60 kilometers per second. And moreover, from the fireball data that was released by the U.S. government uh, a few years later, uh, there was a letter from the U.S. Space Command to NASA saying, indeed, we confirmed this assertion that the object was interstellar at the 99.999% confidence. We calculated from the data on the fireball that it was tougher than all space rocks cataloged by NASA over the past decade, 272 of them. And uh, the way we concluded that is because um, the stress exerted on the object by air uh, was the highest before it disintegrated. It was able to maintain its integrity to very high uh, RAM pressures. And that implies that it's made of materials tougher than even iron meteorites. So what is it? I mean, one th obvious thought that came to my mind is that it could be a Voyager-like meteor. Just imagine another civilization sending Voyager-like uh, spacecraft, and within some billions of years, it collides with Earth. And it will appear as a meteor, but of unusual material strength because it's made of stainless steel, and unusual speed because it was uh, propelled by a uh, chemical uh, rocket to start with. So this led me to uh, organize this expedition and it cost uh, one and a half million dollars, which were donated by Charles Hoskinson. And we uh, rented a, a ship that was fittingly called Silver Star. And we went there to the meteor site. The US Department of Defense uh, localized it to within a seven mile region. And within the uh, that region, we were able to even narrow down the path of the meteor to within another mile uh, or so uh, in terms of the width uh, by a factor of 10 uh, using data from a seismometer on Manus Island in Papua New Guinea, which happened to be about uh, 70 or 60 to 70 miles away from that location. So uh, we went there and we designed a magnetic sled with uh, basically a sled that weighs 200 kilograms, has a width of roughly a meter, and uh, we um, attached magnets on both sides. And we dragged it across lines of 10 kilometers in size or seven miles in, in, in length, uh, and we went back and forth. And the materials were volcanic ash, black powder, but among them, we were able to filter out using a mesh uh, the tiny volcanic particles uh, let them go and, and we were left with bigger particles. And once we put them under a microscope, we realized that uh, we have some molten droplets from the surface of the meteor. So the important thing is uh, um, we went uh, back and forth like uh, 26 times. So we crisscrossed uh, that region of seven miles in size. And the, amazingly enough, we found a concentration of the spherules per amount of uh, background that we collected from the ocean floor to be uh, just along the meteor path. So we found twice as many spherules along the meteor path as we found everywhere else per amount of mass collected of magnetic 
ash magnetic particles. First reported by USA Today, the report suggests that 57 of the 700 metallic spheres, which were recovered by using a magnetic sled the team dragged through the water and sand, are interstellar in origin. Quote, based on the composition and isotopes, Loeb said, that it is unmatched by existing material in our solar system, end quote. All 700 spheres were sent to be analyzed to four different locations, including Harvard University, the University of California, Berkeley, Bruker Corporation, and the University of Technology in Papua New Guinea. The final paper on the Galileo project will provide many details that may confirm Loeb's proof of alien technology from the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. And check out our Facebook page, AboutSpace.today, for launches and landings, and invite your family and friends to listen weekly. And don't forget to join Don Meyer, our Space Coast News Editor, this Friday for America in Space. Today, I'd like to give a shout-out to two countries that have recently began listening to our podcast on Radio South Africa and Radio Himalaya. Hey, thanks for sharing our programs. And to all our listeners around the globe and here in the U.S., thanks for joining me. I'm David Denault, and this has been About Space Today.